suggest a new strategy, Arthur. Only different in your mind. Welcome to the Smut Hut Podcast, where a group of friends make it their mission to consume as much fanfiction as possible. There's love, angst, fluff, drama, action, but most importantly, there's smut. Join us as we discuss which story got us hot under the collar this week. This week, we'll be talking about uh, establishing what we as the hosts aim to accomplish in the fanfiction community. We're going to share a very brief history on how the podcast came to be, and we're going to discuss what we love about fan fiction and fan-created works, and we'll end with talking about what we're reading now. We're going to talk a little bit about our ground rules here uh, for the podcast, and I'm also going to talk a little bit about our statement of intent. Um, this is sort of our mission statement about how we decided to start this podcast and what we're planning on um, discussing every time that we podcast for you here today. Um, we're a like-minded group of Star Wars fans who are completely against trolling and the gatekeeping that is often associated with nerd culture. We have different backgrounds in the Star Wars fandom and are open to new and veteran Star Wars fans equally. We don't judge here. It doesn't matter how you got into it or when you got into it. We're here to appreciate fan works and fan fiction. We love smut, angst, and romance. That's our defining characteristic, one of the things that we love the most. If you're not interested in smut, romance, or angst, please move along. This podcast was started because we love fan fiction and fan works. We are primarily here to help other fan work connoisseurs find works that they will like. Um, oftentimes when you are exploring fan works, you can get a little overwhelmed. Uh, there's a lot out there. It's not well organized. And when it is trying to be organized, there can still be a lot and a little overwhelming. We're trying to make it less overwhelming for you. We are not here to put authors under a microscope or make them feel judged. Um, we're going to be looking at a lot of different fan works. And if you're a fan fiction uh, writer or a fan artist and you'd like us to talk about your work on the show, please give us a heads up. Uh, we will share our email address at the end of our podcast here. We are here just to have fun and share our enjoyment of fan-created works with you. Um, there is no kink shaming or ship shaming allowed. I don't care who you like. You don't care who I like. Let's just have fun together. Um, there's no exceptions. Um, in this case, um, our guiding principle is essentially stormtroopers in A New Hope. If you don't like it, don't read it. Just move along. Move along. We mostly are here to have fun. So we're hoping that maybe you'll have fun with us. So I guess we should start with introducing ourselves. My name is Kay, and my smut hut alias is Blow Jabba the Hut. I am formerly a new hoe with a P being silent, and now I am Darth Smuttress. <laughs> and I am my real name. Those are actually my real names. No. Um, my name is Mariana. <laughs> and I'm Michelle, and my smut alias is Capitan Poe Hammerin. With the apostrophe on the end, like... That's very important. Yeah, that's super important. I had always been a casual Star Wars fan, and it's actually because of what you said about the toxicity and the gatekeeping mm -hmm. and a lot of that misogyny that I remained a casual fan for so long. Mm -hmm. uh, I went and I watched the the prequels uh, when they came out in theaters, and uh, I actually would try to connect with people in high school about it. And I, I, that actually became a source of like, oh, don't listen to her. She listened to the prequels. Like, what does she know, you know? And I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to stay casual. Then, you know, fast forward 
15 years, around 15 years, and I meet Molly, and she kind of, she brought me into it, and she was like, hey, you know, I think you'd really like it. Like, I'm starting something different. Like, you know, come join, and I promise you that you won't be disappointed. And then from there, I just, that's, the group is really what pulled me into the fandom. And from there, people would talk about fan fiction. They made, a, like, in the group, a master post was like, come here if you want to read fan fiction. And there's, like, a long list of them. And that's where I, like, started reading it even more and more. Like, I just fell into it. And ever since then, I've just been, like, all in, basically. <laughs> and uh, I got invited by a uh, mutual friend of my husband's who, uh, her name is Julia. She is part of the, like, a very, like, quiet part. Like, she shares a lot of, like, uh, uh, like pictures and stuff like that. But she doesn't do a lot of commenting. Um, but mm -hmm. she's part of our Smut Hut, the Galaxy Smut Hut as well. And she invited me and then immediately added added me to uh, the, like, Facebook Messenger uh, because she wanted me to be uh, excited about – she knew how excited we were going to be about um, Star Wars and the Force. I was into it, The Force Awakens, but I didn't know how I was feeling until I really saw Last Jedi. Um, and so – Yeah, same. When Last Jedi came out, I was just like, yes, I'm here for it. Give it to me all. I need it everything right now. I can't wait two years. Um, yeah. And so I posted about Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver's chemistry, and that's when she invited me. And I have been a Raylo shipper since. Oh, Jeez. same. Raylo. Trash, trash Raylo shipper. Mm -hmm. I just, mm -hmm. It's a sad, sad thing. <laughs> all of it. Um, and I actually got involved by a mutual friend with my husband, too, which is Kay. That's yeah, me. that's you. <laughs> that's me. Who, uh, <laughs> me? Um, after I saw, after we saw the, um, the Last Jedi, I was the same. I was like, you know, there's definitely something here. I can definitely see it more now. And um, I think I came across, like, an article or something about Raylo shippers that came up in my Google feed. And I was showing it to my husband and he goes, you know, Kay just posted something about this. You should reach out to her. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Not really. I was like, come oh to the God. dark side. We have fan fiction. <laughs> She's going to be such a, like, I'm such a creeper. Why like lurking on her Facebook feed? <laughs> and, and yeah, Kay added me to the group, uh, to the Facebook group, and then not that long after to the, to the cement group also. And that's just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just gotten worse from there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just love it. I love it all. I'm here for all of it. Yeah. I mean, there's just some really great stories out there. And then there's just like some really nonsense, dirty stories out there. And it's just all of it. It's amazing. I love it. Oh my gosh. So I would not be embracing like the nonsense ones if it was not for our like chat group. If it wasn't for them being like it's okay. Like it's yeah. okay to like yeah. this. I'd be you like, can you can like things that aren't serious, that aren't like written like Pride and Prejudice. Like you don't have to enjoy New York Times. Well there wouldn't be. It'd be like the Coruscant Times, wouldn't it? If it was Oh my gosh. The Coruscant, <laughs> Coruscant Times bestsellers of fan fiction. Like you can you can like things that are like just smut. You can like things that might be a little bit awkwardly written. Like you can like whatever you want and that's fine. And you can enjoy things without feeling bad about yourself or bad Absolutely. about things in general. Like just like it to like it. Like there's no problem with that. Honestly yeah, and sure. that kind of um 
general, just like, I don't know, acceptance or like, hey, this is fine. Just like what you like, whatever has really gotten me back into being more of like a Star Wars fan and not just like a smut or a fan fiction fan. Because I want to know more about like, is, you know, what is canon? What's like head canon? You know, like what's made up by the author or what's actually part of the universe and finding more about the backstories or stuff that might come up in different fictions or like Mariana said, you know, stuff that other people are, are noticing that maybe I didn't notice. And it's really gotten me more into wanting to be a part of the fandom that just like th May, through yeah, the makes you want to connect gates of <laughs> fan fiction and smut. Well, yeah, yeah, being it, with like-minded individuals helps a lot, you know? It, it really does help to connect. Like, I never had a desire, really, to connect with Star Wars fans, to be honest. I was, like, uh, apprehensive about it. Mm -hmm. And I just wouldn't trade the connections I have made for anything in the world mm -hmm. in the last year. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I, I never had this curiosity to learn more about the Star Wars universe until I became a part of the group, and especially when I got into the chat group that we have it, it gives me a curiosity because I'm not being like shamed for having certain you know interests or because I don't have everything memorized that a lot of the gatekeepers like are like oh were you there when this happened or do you remember when this happened I'm like no I have no idea what you're talking about and in yeah, the group right? it's like and that's fine like mm -hmm. I, I I also don't have a me any you know memory of that because I have other things to do with my <laughs> life like well yeah I feel like I feel like it is should just be like, like given a given in all types of fan communities like this. That's there is always going to be someone who knows less than you do, mm -hmm. and you might be that person who knows less than somebody else. And that when someone asks a question, they should never have to proviso it with "this sounds like a stupid question," but and someone should just be able to share their knowledge. And if it's like here, uh, this is a really complicated question. We can't talk about it like in a Facebook chat. Here's the Wikipedia article that I found that I think might be helpful to your question. Like, why yeah. can't we just do that? Like, why can't we just be like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and it's also not to say, it's also not to say that if you do know all these things that you're some kind of loser, you're not. Like, that's great yeah. that, you know, you mm -hmm. have all that stuff. I, I want to make sure that that's also, like, I don't want to make it seem like I think, oh, if you know all this stuff, mm -hmm. then you don't have a life. That's not what I mean. It's just <laughs> that we're in the group and nobody... You know, we work toward not not being like that. Like, oh, yes. you, that, that's this is a dumb question. You should already know this. No one really asks those. They just answer it, and they don't mm -hmm. judge you for the fact that you're new or maybe you've been around for a while. Like me, I've casually liked it since I was a preteen, mm -hmm. but I never really got that much into it because I was like, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of judgment on it. I'd rather just not. Like, I don't fit. I thought in high school that I didn't fit what. I should look like as a Star Wars fan. Like, I don't look mm -hmm. like the right type of person, so I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I just love that now it's like it doesn't really matter. You're just, you just like it, and that's all yeah. that matters. Well, and the fandom is, as much as it, as terrible as it is because it's become so insular, well, not insular, it's become so, so, like, everyone's just so mean, you know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. so judgy that yeah. um, it's nice that it's open because now there's more merchandise for us to purchase. You see yeah. more people who are uh, who look like you, quote unquote, um, doing cosplay and getting excited about fandom? Um, it just sucks that there's so many people out there who are just like jackasses yeah. and ruining it for all the people who are like nice. 
normal people. That's always kind of baffled me. Like, why would you try to prevent other people from getting into what you're into? Because the more people that are into it, that means like the more stuff, the more movies that are made, the more books, comics, merchandise, like there, I mean, just there's more stuff out there for you and everybody else to enjoy. Like the universe gets expanded more with the more people who are into it and the more people who are going to see the movies and buying the merchandise and everything. Why would you want to stop that? Yeah, but and Michelle, then, but Michelle, um, when people who aren't nerds like things, it dilutes it. Don't you know that? <laughs> That's how we got all of these things happening. That's why all of these women are starring in Star Wars. <laughs> why don't they just go back to the kitchen and make me some blue milk? God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to be your, your resident uh, anti-asshole like, right. who I'm going to be right now. They're going to do the... Uh, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Yes, oh, my yes. God. I'll play the devil's advocate. I'll play the devil's advocate here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm going to the kitchen. Where do, where do mansplainers get their water, guys? Sorry. And, you know, what really bugs me about a lot of that is also, which brings us back to fan fiction, is that there's a lot of people that like it because they, spe- like, exclusively, like, there's a lot of Raylos that just like it for Raylo, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's okay. Like, I know a lot of people that are just like, I'm not really familiar with the expanded universe. Like, I'm just really into the, into these, you know, the dynamic that these two characters have. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this one um, artist that we all really love on Tumblr that we talk about a lot. And I've talked to her about before. And she's like, I don't really know a whole lot about the expanded universe. I'm more mainly into, like, Raylo. I'm just here for the hot desperate yeah and that's sex, that's essentially and that's and that's okay you know yeah. that should be fine and that's like and that brings it back to like the, the fan fiction there's a lot of people that are into like the fan fiction and they feel well actually most of them it's kind of like this overarching theme that if you're into it you kind of always feel this level of shame even if it's just yeah. a tiny bit or you know a, a really big like it, it, it's always like a shame that goes with it you kind of try to hide it from other people everyone it's kind of like this known thing that people don't really talk about because there's really not a community to talk about it with yeah. openly honestly and out- this is why we're thankful for our dumpster fire outside of our group yeah. like in your real life who knows that you read fan fiction or that you're into fan fiction Okay, guys, I'm raising my hand. You can't see it. You, I mean, Mariana can, and maybe maybe Michelle. I can't see you. <laughs> you can see me. Um, I just I just posted on Instagram a picture of our SoundCloud page with like I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but I was just like, "Hi guys, I'm starting a podcast. No, I don't want to talk about it with you. <laughs> just want to oh talk about God. it with other Star Wars fans." <laughs> Please don't, please don't, just please don't. So I posted it, and so far oh I've gotten God. lots of likes, but I'm I'm expecting quite a few questions from uh, some friends being like, I don't understand, why is it called the Smut Hut? I thought you said you like Star Wars. That's exactly what's going to happen. Listen, you have a whole lot more gall than I do, because I do not tell anyone outside. I mean, other than my husband, I don't really know that anyone else knows, and my sister, yeah. See, okay, so I have a 17-year-old sister, and that's exactly why she knows, because she's like, <laughs> I am also reading fan fiction right now in my own fandom. What do, what my do 17-year-olds read? What I mean, if, if, if us 30-year-olds are reading Star Wars, what are 17-year-olds reading? Well, she... <laughs> 
whatever she would want me to say. Let me see. Well, I don't, people aren't going to make the connection. The last time, I don't know if she's reading it right now, but the last time I, like, I talked to her about it, hers were mainly, like, those, you know, fan fictions where they have to change the names because they're about, like, real alternative, like, underground bands. Oh, uh, my gosh. You know, you, know? you know, those have been around for years because I definitely read a really smutty fan fiction back during... Uh, like in high school about the members of NSYNC because a friend of mine oh my loved NSYNC and she was just like, and we were just starting to talk about like her being sexually active and me being like, God, I mean, I read so much romance novels, but sometimes they just fade to black. Like, where do I find, like, good, like, smut, essentially? Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, here, let me print some out for you. And she came to school with, like, a with pile like, oh of this, like, gosh. fan fiction that was written, and it was just with the members of NSYNC. Here you go. And I was, like, reading it covertly behind my, like, social studies book, being like, what in the world? This is way more scandalous than any of the romance novels I've smuggled out of my mom's, like, hidden, hidden closet because she didn't want me to let me read them. And it was just like, surprise. <laughs> so I am that's so, been around forever. I am so offended that I never knew about NSYNC fan fiction. Like, my little heart... I was, like, in love with Justin Timberlake, and I am very offended that I never knew that there was any fan fiction out there to appease my needs. You're going to have to go Well, I it. mean, if you did if you did listen to the, the, the podcasts that you sent us, which you obviously did, maybe, I don't know where she got it from, because I would think it would have been banned at that point, what with all of the crazy history that passed you, which we'll yeah. talk about at some point uh, in the future. I think that'll be a whole podcast to talk about the history of, of uh, fan fiction and Yes. Oh my gosh. It's just, yeah. I mean, I, I'm jealous of anyone, honestly, that says, oh, you know, I remember when I read in high school, I'm like, I didn't even know about this until like five years ago. I didn't even know it was a thing because I was such a casual fan of anything. I was too scared to get into anything, like too, like pronounce it too much because I was afraid that people were going to ostracize me. So I'm like, I'm so jealous for those people that were like, you know, forget everyone else. This is what I'm into. Yeah. Michelle, have you told anyone that you're reading a whole bunch of fan fiction? That you're uh, created this podcast? <laughs> I mean, okay. My husband, obviously, he asks me, like, when I'm staring intently at my phone, he's like, oh, which book are you reading? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. oh, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's the Overwatch one. Or it's the, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I told you about this one. It's the one where, da, 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 you know, all this stuff happens. Um, I told my sister about it today because I was like, just in case you come across it, um, I just wanted you to know. I just wanted you to know. She's like a, she is more of a casual fan. She is definitely there with me opening, you know, weekend or opening night or like as soon as we can see the Star Wars movies when they come out. But that's, you know, like that's pretty much it. She's kind of a casual fan past that. But she does like podcasts. So I was like, hey, guy, just so you know, uh, I'm going to be on this podcast. And um, we're just going to be talking about smut. And so you're you're <laughs> We're getting Surprise. right to the goods. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's a good segue into uh, what are our absolute favorite fix and why? Mm. So I feel like uh, Mariana should go first because I feel like she's probably been reading fan fiction longer than we have. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So 
well, this is like Star Wars centered. So I have to, the first one I have to say, it was just finished today and I am still reeling over the end of it. All right. Is is it play to win? Yes. Okay. We, no spoilers. I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to get myself like all comfy in bed and I'm going to read it from start to finish. I'm determined. I haven't, I haven't read it. You've never read it? No, I've read the whole thing except for the last chapter. Yes. So I mean, you know, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I need to. I haven't well, read just, the last you can talk chapter to, up until then. I will not. I will not. Well, I'm not going to say the last one because I want people to read it. All I'm okay. going to say is that I did not. Like, I love learning about new parts of fandom mm-hmm. and enterprisingly, which is the writer on on um, archive of our own. She's enterprisingly mm-hmm. on Twitter. She's Commander Kate mm-hmm. with a C. Commander C A. IT Commander Kate. Mm-hmm. She introduced me to like to the gamer part of the fandom mm-hmm. and things you know, thing platforms I didn't know about like Discord. So I love learning about that stuff. It's really basically a gamer AU of Raylo and it it it, it has comedy and drama and angst and love and smut tastefully littered in there, you know put in there in different chapters but I just I absolutely love it I can't like praise it enough it's it's just so entertaining from start to finish and I just I absolutely love it I can and for me I lived in San Diego so oh it's like it's close to home for you it, it was so reminiscent of like for me especially because I lived close to Balboa which she talks about a lot so I lived in the areas that she talks about and it was so nice for me especially because I'm like I know exactly what train she's talking like I don't want to give spoilers but like things that she you know she talks about Southern California a lot and I'm just like I know exactly what she's talking about I've been there I've been there I've you know so it was really nice and I loved it and I was reading the last chapter today I'm not going to give any spoilers but I was just like oh my gosh I'm so invested in this like my heart is racing right now so I absolutely loved it so for those who are listening uh who are just starting to get into fan fiction. Uh, this one is Play to Win. Um, we will have these listed in our uh, podcast details once I figure out how to do that. Uh, Play to Win on Archive of Our Own. Um, our summary here is Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, is a professional gamer playing the first-person shooter Star Killer for the internationally ranked esports team The First Order. He's made a name for himself as a ruthless competitor with a ferocious temper and top-notch skills that can't be beat. That is, until a mystery player named Ray of Light, who do you think that is, begins thoroughly (laughs) trouncing him whenever they cross paths. What follows is an unlikely story of a rivalry that turns into a friendship that turns into something else entirely. All while the esports community watches with bated breath and popcorn in hand. There are 16 chapters and it is completed, so I would say you need to sit down and read this. Just get yourself all comfy like I am tomorrow and just power through it because... Bring your tissues. That's all I have oh to say. Oh, my gosh. And let me just say that that's one of my favorite aspects, that she bests him, you know. She definitely brought that over from the, you know, the canon, that she bests him, and he's just like, what the hell? Like, you know, he's like, I must figure out who this is. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my favorite. I don't know how many of these we're doing, so. 
I'm just, just like, let's just do, like, we could just do one, and then we'll, like, go around again if we think we might want yeah. to. Michelle, what's your favorite right now? Because I know you're into the alpha, beta, omega, omega stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. Bring it. Into the alpha, beta, omega. Okay, I'll talk about that one. Because I have another, I have a Russian mob AU that I would also like to talk about if we get back Oh, yeah. To that one. Talk about both. Um, don't forget to, we're going to go ahead and start and talk about where you can find it, mm-hmm. what the title is, and then go ahead and give us a quick summary before you start talking about, like, Yes, so that we can kind of get in the okay. habit of doing okay. that. Okay, so, okay, so sure. we'll start out with the ABO, which uh, it, for those of you who don't know, it stands for Alpha, Beta, Omega. And these fix, um, a lot of them I think start out as like werewolf fix, where it's, there's, there's like alphas who they're not. Michelle? Yes. Hello? You're kind of breaking up. Okay. So maybe could you start a little bit earlier than that? Yes. Start again? Because you sounded like a robot. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just, I don't know if it's robot on my end or is it, is it robot on Mariana's end too? It, it wasn't on my end. No. Oh, maybe it's just me then. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead and start again. I'll just assume that robot is my problem from now on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, ABO is Alpha, Beta, Omega, and it is like there's a population of alphas. It's usually pretty sparse. Most of the population are betas, and then there's also omegas who are usually like less um, or more rare than the other two. And um, the one that I'm going to recommend is Summer Heat by Isha Ren, mm-hmm. who she, yes. <laughs> she's a great writer. And this one, I, I recommend this one because it's a good starting point if you want to kind of figure out if this is something that you're going to be into. Um, it does deal with some aspects of that would normally be like wolves mating. So like... Can you, I'm sorry, can I, because I haven't read any, because I tried it, and I, like, I couldn't do it, so I was just like, all right, move along, move yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is this nodding? Can you please explain to me? Is it oh, like my extra, God. Is it an extra organ? <laughs> no, is no. It, is it, like, is it, like, a special kind of, like, excretion that you have? Okay. Explain, so, please, to explain it to me, Okay, please. so nodding <laughs> is, um, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, oh, my like, God. Well, okay, at the base of the penis and so it is it's its own organ kind of it's like that part of the body just like swells up and it is to make sure that they that like the male stays like locked into the female so that um, so that they can have like a higher chance of pregnancy and like this is something that happens in real life with animals but obviously not in real life with people um so and that's one of the reasons why I would recommend this one is because um, Isha Ren, who is the author on Archive of Our Own, and she's also Isha Ren on Tumblr. Um, she, in the second chapter, has like a whole little thing of like, you know, this is what this term means, this is what that term means, um, kind of explains it for you so you don't have to Google it, which I would not recommend Googling. Yeah, <laughs> do it not. Just, don't it Google just it. T- terrible, like, don't like, do it. Eye scorching, like comic, like like drawn, like porn. Is that what it is? No, I mean, I think you just get a lot of the actual, like, with oh, animals, animals having sex, right? And and oh, with right. just, it's not anything anybody really needs. To Sorry, see. that's my phone. So, <laughs> um, so okay, things I like about this 
thick. Okay, so in the alpha, beta, omega universe, most of the time the alphas and the omegas are drawn to each other because of their biology. And this one, Ray is a beta, and um, and Kyla. What's the difference between alpha, omega, and beta? Okay. Beta's like the lowest tier. No, beta's kind of like regular people. They're kind of just like regular okay. middle. They don't. Um, yeah, they're just kind of like regular. And okay, that makes the sense. alphas yeah. are more like dominant, have like more dominant characteristics, and the omegas are generally more like needy, let's say. Um, although mm -hmm. in a lot of the fix, they do try to, like Ray is usually trying to break through those stereotypes if she's an Omega. Um, but in this one, she's a beta, which kind of makes it better because they're, they still end up being really drawn to each other, even though that's not like the biological pairing, generally an alpha like Kylo would, or he's Ben in this one, an alpha like Ben, would be drawn to an Omega, but despite that, he just, like, can't control himself when around Ray. There's a lot of things about, like, scents and pheromones and that kind of a thing, too. Yeah, and the, it's actually the end of Chapter 2. She mm -hmm. has, like, she's really helpful, Isha Ren, because she has a link, and she's like, if you want to know more about this, just click here, and she takes you right to the bottom, yes. where it mm -hmm. breaks everything down, talks about nodding, it breaks down what the alpha, the beta, and the omega, like, do, mm -hmm. and just kind of breaks everything down. Yes, awesome. yes. And and in this one, also, um, they kind of talk about how, I'm going to go ahead and read the little summary that's provided for Summer Heat. Um, it's, a lonely young woman arrives at the cottage she inherited from her grandfather on a remote lake in northern Ontario to find her neighbor is a rare alpha a relic of the days when humans were ruled by their designations. So alpha, beta, and omega would be like, would be their designation. Across a long, hot summer, they connect over their shared history and she finds that the past may not be as far away as she assumed. And in this one, they kind of go into a little bit more about um, the alphas are really restricted and they talk about why, um, just because of their aggressive behaviors, because they basically <laughs> caused World War One and World War Two in this fic. Oh my God. So they're like not allowed so to good. be in positions of oh power and stuff. So, which is why um, Ben ends up getting, he's like lives in this remote cottage in the woods because the alphas kind of have to be separate from society. And so he's like out there and really kind of lonely and he was friends with Ray's grandfather until he passes away and then Ray comes up and it's just like really awkward there is some smut um I will say that this one is not finished yet we're looking at eight chapters and the okay so the word count on this one is 56,000 which just for some oh. frame of reference um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone word count is about 77,000. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> so it's a longer one. It's a, it's a longer one for sure. But I would definitely recommend Well, let's be out. honest. We don't want any of our fan fictions to end, no, right? Like no. we just want more and more and more and more yeah. and more and more and more. I would like it if this one continued though. So Isha Ren, if you're listening, <laughs> please continue Summer Heat because 
Um, we, we need more chapters. We're waiting with bated breath. Please, yes. <laughs> Except me, because I don't know if I can keep, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see. One of the, you know, but let me, let me start it without, okay. everyone always, I always told myself I wasn't going li- to listen, sorry, read fan fiction, because I just didn't have time, I have a to-be-read list, like, the size of my, like, body, like, I don't have time to read fan fiction, mm-hmm. and then... Someone turned me on to landscapes with a blur of conquerors. And oh my I gosh! Am Goodbye, just like, day. <laughs> here I am. Here I am. All for it. Starting a podcast about fan fiction. I literally have only been reading fan fiction like uninterrupted because I read it in high school. Uninterrupted, like right now, like in the past, like what, like six months, six maybe. Months, yeah. So hi, hi guys. <laughs> So watch me, watch me. And by the end of this podcast, someone's going to get me to read an alpha, beta, omega. And I'm going to be like, where has this been all my life? I'm, Guys, I'm just saying. I, I should have started reading it earlier. That's me. I'm just saying, if you're if you're going to check one out, this is a good one to start with to kind of see if this is going to be in your wheelhouse. You know, it's definitely like a slow burn. So it takes a little while of buildup and, and a good amount of background to get to the smutty parts where you're having to deal with the, the whole scenting and mating and nodding and everything. So um, it's a good one to check out if you're kind of wanting to just dip your toe in and see if that's something that you'd be into. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and share my favorites and then we can go back around if we want to, or we can talk about uh, what we're excited about. Uh, so keep that in mind girls while you're like listening to this um, the one I'm going to talk about is the one where uh, that uh, Michelle got her username from. Mm-hmm. It's called A Naval Engagement yes. by Penny Riles. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, it's a dark ginger pilot, uh, you know, like fan fiction. So yes. it's a uh, Poe Dameron, mm-hmm. Armitage Hux. Uh, a chance encounter far from home leads to an unexpected result for no- Royal Navy Captain Hux and his sometimes adversary, French Navy, Navy Captain Poe Dameron. So essentially, <laughs> essentially, Hux is, uh, they're both, they're naval captains, but like, honestly, they're more like a little bit more privateering a little mm-hmm, bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I kind of felt more because they're like, where they meet is like some random um, like bar, not bar, excuse me, um, uh, brothel, essentially for men uh, in on an island, oh. essentially, and for men who they are get together, men. and there's so much smut, and like also like kind of this like romance. Yes. Um, and I really, really want. I wish there was like a second one, and I like almost want to like write to Penny Riles and be like, "Hey, can you do like a full fic of this? Because like I literally have headcanon because of this one thing. Michelle and I have talked about this. <laughs> yes. I'm like, all right. Yes. How can we stick other people in here? So we've got Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. who maybe was Hux's ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. but also his old captain until Hux got his own ship. And then uh, maybe maybe uh, Ray's a spy on mm-hmm. Poe Dameron's like naval ship. And say Kylo Ren is trying to kidnap Poe to get back at Hux because he's his ex but it ends up getting Ray instead. Oh, no. And then, oh, God, they end up together. And how romantic. And then, you know, Poe and Armitage Hux just go off on a desert island where everyone can live happily ever after. So I just, I just want there to be... <laughs> and there's a, a parrot. Whole, and there's a, a whole, parrot involved. Like, just pirate Star Wars. Oh, there's a parrot, yeah. and his name's BB-8, yeah. and he's Poe Dameron. <laughs> 
can't forget the parrot. I can't forget yes. the parrot. I really want a parrot that actually he beeps. That's what he yeah. does because parrots can make those noises. Right. So oh my gosh. Cool. Perfect. I'm so I feel like I've been missing out here. It's only one chapter. Mm-hmm. It's like 8,000 words. It's called A Naval Engagement by Penny Riled. Penny underscore Riled. And I read it with my eyes. I don't think I even blinked. It was like so hot mm-hmm. and so interesting. And I told, I think I shared it like three times to Michelle. It was like, please read this and tell me I'm not crazy because it's that good. <laughs> it is. It really is that good. I just have, I have to tell you though, I have like, um, we're talking about it in group, like how subscribed to so many I think I'm subscribed to like 30 ongoing uh incomplete works right now so when you're like read this read this I'm like okay 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 and then when I finally did I was like oh my gosh this is the best thing I'm changing my smut name I'll take the demotion from commander to captain just to be reminded of this (laughs) all right guys what is your what are you most looking forward to or what is the fic that you're the saddest that is not completed Give me, give me, give it, give it all to me. Tell me it all, Mariana. Hmm. So what I'm most excited about, I'm going to stick to the same author because she is announced enterprisingly Mm -hmm. or at Commander Kate on Twitter. She's announced that she is working on a falconry AU. Yes. So I am very excited because I really absolutely love the way that she just writes. Just, she really pulls in the, the author. And I actually read up on Twitter. She was actually in, um, interacting with uh, diasterisms, which is... Oh my gosh. The She is like the author to read. If you are just getting into Star Wars fan fiction, diasterisms is essential. She is the author of Landscape with a Blur of Conquerors, and that's the one that we are all reading right yeah. now. It's kind of like that's the one that everyone unilaterally is just like waiting on bated breath for the next chapter in the group. Yes. And yes. so they were interacting on Twitter at the beginning of the month, and she, um, Commander Kate, wrote to Diasterisms, who is at Kylo Ren Vivo on Twitter. She wrote, Ben flies hawks, Ray flies falcons, and both of them are convinced that their birds are superior. The Mount Snow- Millennium Falcon, and she drives the Falcon. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just got that right yeah. now. <laughs> right? Snoke is a fucking harpy eagle that Ben worked with for a while, but it went poorly. This entire story takes place at the annual Hawking Club field meet. They end up stuck together because of a planning mix-up that leaves one of them without a place to sleep that night. So that is what she has written, or she has shared so far that she's working on with the Falconry AU. She actually is really into, which is ironic, because she's actually really into falcons herself. Mm -hmm. She's raising falcons and like, so... She, that's how she got into it. And so, so that's the, uh, she will be working on it. At, you know, it's indefinite when it'll come out because she still announced that there's going to be a, an epilogue for Play to Win that'll come out in the following weeks or months. So it could be a while before that one comes, comes out, but I'm really excited about it. If anyone can get me into a, I don't know, like a, not even a fandom, whatever, whatever it's called. Uh, anyone can get me into a plot that I'm not sure I'm interested in it's going to be uh it's going to be enterprisingly because I'm sure there's like I'm like I don't even know about Fortnite like why would I want to read a book uh, read a fan fiction about professional gamers like are you serious absolutely and then I started it I couldn't stop I couldn't stop I, I that's what I thought and I was so surprised at how like I got pulled in and I was like I can relate to these gamers and play to win mm-hmm. you know I've never 
been into it, but she just has this knack of pulling people in and getting them so invested, and I absolutely love it. So that's what I'm excited yes. about. Hooray! Um, so, Hooray. All right, <laughs> okay, so I am excited about my my Russian mob thing. I mean, obviously not mine. I didn't write it, but I love this one so much. I am constantly trying to get people to read it because it's amazing. It is by uh, Voiced Implosives on um, AO3, our archive of our own, and that's also her uh, Tumblr handle. Uh, this one is called Go I Know Not Whether and Fetch I Know Not What. And the summary is that it's uh, 1994, which this is something that cracks me up. Is it one of the tags? Is it's a historical AU, which I'm like, all right, 94 was not that long ago. I don't know if this should be counted. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how old we are, but, guys. Just get over it. You're right. It's fine. Well, it feels like it was not that long ago. But they talk about the um, fall of the Berlin Wall and like kind of back to that era when the when the wall was coming down and the Cold War and all this stuff. So I'm kind of like, all right, I, I guess that makes it okay. Like, that makes it a historical AU. Um, so in this one, it's 1994. Um, ben Solo's name is Kyril, um, K-Y-R-I-L, because oh it's more <laughs> Russian, I guess. So it's Kyril Ren. It's his, like, adoptive name. His real name is still Ben Solo. Um, and he is in the Russian mob under Snoke, of course. And Ray, whose real name is Irina, um, but she's nicknamed Ray by her adoptive father, Luke, who like um, adopts her as like a teenager and um, helps her find her original birth certificate from Russia. And then she goes to visit the village where she was born because she wants to find out more and of course there's you know the kismet of course they meet and there's like um I don't know when they meet it's almost like a love at first sight thing there's definitely sparks I love this fic so much because it's so beautiful and it's so dark and the of course our space babies have such tormented souls <laughs> it's super like romantic like the era um where it's just like really intense and the thoughts and imagery I mean, life or are death, really right? detailed it's so so good there is definitely a good amount of violence in it um there's not a ton of dialogue and some of the dialogue is in russian and some of it's in in hungarian but it's translated in the notes that's one thing that i really love about this author is that she's done so much research. I think she's actually currently living in like one of the Slavic states, but there's so much in the notes about everything that she references. If they go to somewhere to eat or they pass like a certain type of church, she links to information about it in the notes, which is great. I love it when authors are super detailed and super and research their fix a lot. Um, I agree. I agree. Oh, I love it's, that. It's yes. So <laughs> and um, there is smut stuff in this one is seven chapters. It's not finished yet, but she has been updating it regularly. Um, there's a good amount of smut in the chapters two through six so far. Seven didn't have any, but like reasons. There, there are reasons. Um, 
Yes. This one is. I like reasons <laughs> and I like smut. This one is a possessive kink and praise kink. So if that's something that you are into, which I am. Bing. Yeah. Ding. Yes. Sign yes. me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so, so good. And there's, you know, they, they fall in love very quickly. Um, there's tons of kismet about like, you know, how they meet and then what their situation, the situations that they get put in after they meet. Um, but there is a decent amount of violence and talk about past violence and past child abuse. So if that's something that uh, you're not comfortable with, Trigger warnings. this might be something to stay away from. Um, she does give warnings in the beginning of the chapters, like, hey, this is what's going to happen in this chapter. So if you're not comfortable, like, skip this part, which is also I great. appreciate authors who do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I like that, uh, too. Me too. I do too. Um, I do too. And this one, you know, um, I saw it on, there's an artist that I follow on Tumblr. Uh, his name is Solchen, Solchen. And I'd seen kind of some stuff that they did for this fic. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll read it. Maybe I'll read it. Maybe I'll read it. And then they did this one um, fan, fan art piece with this little excerpt from the fic and I was like when I read it I was like oh fuck me I have to read I have to read the fic now um (laughs) so I'm gonna read the little (laughs) the little excerpt um and this is from chapter four I believe this is and okay I'm ready I'm ready get ready get ready get comfortable um so and Ray she knows there are more words to be spoken there's more she needs to know more he needs to explain before she can figure out just what the hell is she's going to do about the fact that she's managed to go all loopy over a fucking Russian mafioso. Kyrol's mouth mouths at the underside of her breast and how, how can he make her feel this? A part of her body she's never even considered because aren't nipples supposed to be the star of the show? How can he make this (laughs) so fucking luscious and so unbearably good? Ray wants to melt into him, let him swallow her down, eat her up or whatever the hell he wants. And I read that and I said, okay, that's it. I dropped no, everything else. Sign me up. Can this be like our canon now? Is that every single fic we review, you have to do like an excerpt of the smuttiest scene in the entire thing? Yes. Oh, this okay. Is, yes. I like this idea. All right. 10 out of 10, guys. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. But your favorite, yeah. your favorite. So from well, now on, guys, be prepared. <laughs> Next episode, this is not a child's episode. No. Cover those gentle ears. Right. And we are going to be reading excerpts from our favorite fics. Yes. And for, for reasons, for, <laughs> for research. For reasons. Research. And, uh, we, you need to know what you're going to come into. Yes, when, I agree. When I saw the fan art and I read this, like, excerpt under like, under it, because it's a it's a fan art of what of this happening, and I read the excerpt and I was like, oh, fuck, now I've got to go read this. Now I've got another one. I'm going to go read this right now. <laughs> um, but this is another really wordy one. This one is 65,600 words and in seven chapters. Oh and and again, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was like 77,000 words. It's just under. So this one is... I love that you say that. I should start saying that. Like, hey, guys... <laughs> But I'm gonna use, what I'm going to use is I'm going to use my first romance novel as, as, a, as a comparison. Well, Captives and Brace <laughs> was blah, 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 number of pages. And this one was Fern Michaels' Captive and Brace is going to be my, like, my like, benchmark. I just felt like I was trying to think of something that uh, a lot of people would Everyone know. Everyone knows. Like, 
I have Pride and Prejudice too, which was 122,000 words. So this book so far is seven chapters is about a little more than half of Pride and Prejudice. Jeez. It's a long oh one. My. It's a long one, but it is definitely <laughs> worth it. I mean, a lot of it, there's like, like I said, there's not a lot of dialogue. A lot of it is like she switches off between Ray's kind of like inner monologue and Kyrel's kind of inner monologue. And it is just, it's amazing. I highly recommend this one. That's, I'm going to have to read it in that case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and share and what I'm thinking might be abandoned at this point. Oh, yeah. It uh, hasn't been updated since January. Uh, the author is Trebia, and the, uh, the fan fiction is called Jack, and it's J A apostrophe A K. Um, it has one of my favorite tropes, which is Dark Ray. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dark Ray would be so good. So good. So this fic essentially starts uh, with Ray on Jakku, like always, um, doing her thing, being her sweet Ray self. And um, Kylo Ren comes down to the planet and takes her, essentially, because they're looking for Force users to add to the Knights of Ren. So, oh yeah, my gosh. So Sign he just me up like for this. picks her up, takes her there. Of course, they're like upset with each other, and you know, there's angst, and there's so much slow burn, so much slow burn. Um, in the additional tags on Archive of Our Own, it actually says, hold on to your knickers. <laughs> it ain't incest, and it's officially slow burn. So, there you go, right there, officially slow burn from the author. Um, it is uh, 11 chapters out of 30, so I was really excited about this because I thought maybe it would be my new favorite. Um, but I discovered it, and it hasn't updated since January 2nd. So, Trebia, if you're out there, can you please update this? Because I'm dying. I'm dying, okay? <laughs> so, we just got to, on chapter 11, Ray has finally, like, showed everybody, like, how badass she is. Fucking tearing things down, kicking ass, taking names. And Kylo's like, what do I do? I feel so many things. They're in my pants. And there hasn't been any smut yet. There, like, isn't even any smut. Oh it's just gosh. slow burn right now, okay? There's, like, no penises, no vaginas, oh, no boobs, goodness. no cuddlingus, no nothing. no nothing. It's just so much slow it's burn. Foreplay. That it's foreplay. It's foreplay. here, just like, are you kidding me? And I, like, every week click on this fic and then refresh it just to see if it's there. No, it's not. So and I'm so not. sad because right now, as of Chapter 11, she took ass, kicked ass you know, took names. And finally, Kylo's like, I feel so many things and I don't know what to do with all of these things. And they're all centering in my pants. How? (laughs) And then there's my other favorite trope, which is Ben and his calligraphy, you know, where he like writes beautiful calligraphy. So he just like showed, he just showed Dark Ray his calligraphy. He wrote her name in calligraphy. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) look at him he's opening up to her the sex is going to be so good and then there hasn't been any sex so if you're looking for a unfinished dark ray story because you know that's what i'm looking for is a finished one uh please try jock and then you know perhaps don't stalk trebia but just in your own mind cross your fingers send prayers to the maker that she'll update at some point She's a very good author. I would also suggest checking out some of her other fics and also things that she's bookmarked because I found a couple fics that were not her, not Star Wars related that I was like pretty into that I was like, I can read the rest of this. 
So that, that is, is my. A, mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's actually really good. No, I agree with what you said. Sorry to interrupt you. No, about no, you're good. We're done. <laughs> going to authors that you really like and looking at what they bookmark. I am absolutely in love with that feature in Archive of Our Own. Yeah. I have found so many good ones that way. So definitely check out if you're just starting out and you check out any of the authors that we recommend, go to their works, check out their works and check out what they have bookmarked because they they definitely know what's up. So. Yeah. Does anybody have any more fictions to share before we move on to our audience interaction portion of the show? I do have. I have one. Yeah, we both (laughs) do. Okay, do it. Do it. Because we've been waiting forever. Okay. No, this one is one that actually remind. I got reminded by uh, both of you guys sharing stuff. This one is the one that breaks my heart because I think it may have also been abandoned because I've been waiting for five months for an update. I've been waiting since January 18th for an update. Uh, She announced on um, Tumblr that she was going to be taking a bit of a break. I'm not... So she may be going through some stuff, you know. So I don't know, but I want to send some positive energy to her. This is Lady Lionheart on on, uh, Archive Around, and that is also her name on Tumblr. Mm -hmm. Lady Lionheart, and heart is spelled H-A-R-T. And the uh, fic is called Kismet. Yes. It is a, uh, the summary for it is, sometimes what seems like a simple mistake is truly the first step of a fateful journey, or the one where a single text message sent to the wrong number completely changes the lives of two young people, or two people and those around them. And basically it is a fic where Ray is in college and uh, Ben Solo is a professor. Oh my! And yes, it's that. It's the and the tags on there. Teacher are the kink. Ones, yes. T- also, mild daddy kink. Yes. So there's the give it uh, to us. There's that. There's the wrong. It's it's a wrong number AU, and I obviously love AUs like modern ones, mm-hmm. and I really like when they incorporate like modern technology into it. I don't know why, but this one has a lot of texting in it, yeah. and obviously it starts off with that. A wrong number text starts off something that turns into something very delicious and salacious, I would like to say. Yeah. So yeah. it's very, yes, yes, it's <laughs> definitely slow burn, and it's definitely a daddy kink, and there's like this age difference obviously and I just they're smut but it's like I said a slow burn and I just she really puts a lot of effort into what I like about love about Lady Lionheart is that she does a lot of mood boards Mm, so she does a lot of the you know she puts that effort into it she incorporates this new like she creates a story like a different story that since in this universe Star Wars doesn't exist she creates a different a different like a story kind of like fandom that they both bond on it's called the war i think it's the war of our stars michelle what did you read it um i think i did read that one i know which one you're talking about um kismet lady lionheart's kismet the text messaging one it's it's so good it definitely gave me butterflies when i read it um yeah it's it's definitely like more of like a cute little like takes you back to that to like the little flirting and like the innocent you know it, and she stopped you know she took her break right when it was getting to the like the best part i don't know if michelle agrees but i completely no. agree i completely agree <laughs> yes and, uh, and honestly the 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 lat this one is at 
eight chapters. Mm -hmm. It's got uh, 31,365 words. And it, it honestly, the last chapter was the the hottest of them all. They definitely broke through there into like the, the best. There was uh, some, I, I don't want to like give any spoilers, but I mean, mm -hmm. there it's in the, it's in the tag, tag sexting is, is definitely a thing with these two. And it takes place and I'm just like, it's getting to the good part. And that's when she took a break. So she's been on break ever since. So I also want to give a shout out to Lady Lionheart and say, I hope that everything is good, sending good vibes yes, and absolutely. that she picks it up soon. So, because I absolutely love her work. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I completely agree. This is one so that I've been attached. waiting forever to, to update also, and, and I really hope that she's doing all right. How did people in the 18th and 19th century, like, do this? Like, this this publishing model was very popular, you know, back when, like, news was the easiest thing to get and newspapers and, like, subscription magazines. How yeah. did people do this? I mean, I guess they were getting paid, so I guess you got it more regularly. But, like... yeah. I had a romance novel author. Her name is Mel Jean Brooke. Uh, she put together, she was doing um, steampunk romance. Oh. And her steampunk romance was, uh, she was, like, usually steampunk I have a problem with because it's usually not believable. I have a hard time suspending my disbelief. Mm -hmm. uh, but she did some very good steampunk romance. Um, and she was writing uh, three or four books. And then she decided to go with her fifth book, um, a this like this like like I guess novella sort of idea the same way that you do oh. here in this it's like in subscriptions so like two thousand words at a time and so you had to purchase it for like two hundred two two dollars two ninety nine you'd purchase like the next installment in this Ooh. one one book and then she would publish the whole fic. Um, in one large like ebook that you could purchase all at once. You didn't have to read it in this subscription model. And I swear I was so frustrated and I was like, I am never <laughs> going to read this kind of like book again. I can't, I just, I can't, my heart can't take it. I need to read everything all at once in one sitting. I can't do it. And here I am sitting in front of Archive of Our Own, frantically refreshing <laughs> Jock by Trabia, being like, please, please finish we this need, thing. Like, a I, need we are, I need to know, is, does we are masochists. Kylo? This is why, yes. <laughs> when, does, when does Rey kill the, the supreme leader? Does she become the supreme leader? Because I'm making oh my all these headcanons. She would be amazing if you told her. Um, <laughs> so... The last one that I have to talk about is actually a completed one. It's my only completed one that I have to talk about. Um, this one is by Lucy Lucy is her name. Oh, yes. 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 We love Lucid Lucy. Lucid Lucy, Lucy, we love you. <laughs> we are your biggest fan club. Please, 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 we out. love you. <laughs> this is a Dance of Titans. Um, yes, I have not read it yet, but I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. listen. Give it to me. Listen, Give it to me. Yes. Is this a sequel? Is there this are a, sequel a few. To the Sword of the Jedi. There are a few like no. avenues no. that I like that are like extend out from kind of Raylo, and one of them is Ray Lux, which is Ray, Kylo Ren, and Hux. It's a throuple of them. This one is a Ray Lux fic. It is a slow burn Star Wars universe, and one of the 46 tags... chapters. Oh yes. my god, 46. how many? 
How many? 46 chapters. Oh my god, that is a whole lot of smut. Is three or 332,000 words. So this oh is like my. almost three times the length of the first Hunger Games book. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Holy so crap. If you're looking for something to like read continuously if you need a book, this is a great one. Um, Plain. Plane ride to Costa Rica, guys. Right. <laughs> if you are homesick for a few days. Yes, yes, this is a good one. Just read this. This is a good one. Or, you know, if you just have that kind of willpower where you can put something down after the end of a chapter. This is no, no, I don't. Uh, I none of us do. I have how many to work multiple how, times. How many times have you... How many times has it been like two in the morning and you're like one, one more, more chapter, chapter and you look and it's like more, six in the morning? Just one more. <laughs> um, one of my favorite tags on this one is Slytherins in Space, which just cracks yes. me up. Um, so what I really like about this fic is that um, it was, I think initially when I got into fan fiction, I just wanted to read Raylo. I just wanted to read Raylo and I just wanted to read like oh, yeah. Redemption Ben, you know, um, and Ben Demption. <laughs> yeah. Ben Demption. And, um, when, <laughs> and then I came across this one, someone else recommended it and I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll give it a look. I'll give it a, I'll give it a look. And it was, it's really good. If you're a first order sympathizer, then I this will be Me. a good one for Me. you. Um, it really kind of like shows more of like behind the scenes and you meet some of the stormtroopers and really personalizes Hux in a way that has kind of been transformative for me in allowing me to enjoy other fix that Hux is a part of because now I have this like head canon of like where he is like a decent person or like I mean everyone's decent like a clock you know <laughs> twice a day twice a day so I I really appreciate uh fan fiction for that reason yes. because it does make me see each person as an individual and helps me understand you know the people as I said are decent twice a day <laughs> and I get why you know yeah and the um the, the summary on this one was is Three weeks after the events of Starkiller Base, Kylo Ren brings Rey onto the finalizer, kicking and screaming before departing to complete his training. And Hux finds himself in the role of her interrogator. Let's just say it doesn't end well. But power struggles also have a way of bringing together unlikely individuals. And in this one, Rey kind of gets more of her training from Kylo, but she also kind of trains under Hux about like how to be a leader. And that storyline plays out in like a really cool way. This is also another one where um, Snoke is involved and he was just like super fucking creepy about Ray in this one. Uh, when is he not? I know. When is he not? He's just a fucking creep. Every time I see his hand touching her uh -huh. in the Force, of, I mean, in the uh, in Last Jedi, yeah. I'm like, ew. And then I watch the behind the scenes of, you know, yeah. uh, of who's the mocap guy who does his, and why am I forgetting? Oh my gosh. Right now? Hold on. I know his name. Yes, our uh, yes. actual, you know, Supreme Leader Snoke, the man yeah. himself. Uh, when I saw that he was essentially using a hand on a stick, I was like, that's even grosser. Right. It's just some, just some like, hand on a stick touching her face. <laughs> Get it away from her. 
<laughs> and the, some of the other tags that I really like on this one is uh, slow burn, crock pot slow burn. The slow cooker. <laughs> oh my Because it is a really slow burn thick. It's one of those where you get a lot of like tension and a lot of background before anything even happens. And they kind of like create this relationship before anything happens and um, one of the other tags is co-sleeping for the actual D's because this is another oh thing that gosh. happens they kind of discover hugs. that they can actually sleep hugs. if they sleep together in the same bed the three of them so they do that so that's oh just like what they do it's that is does, adorable does general hugs actually become general hugs like is he really good at hugs because I feel like oh my gosh one of, right? <laughs> shouldn't he like be really good at hugs because I just love that he called that Poe Calms and that head <laughs> general cannon. hugs. Yeah. Head cannon is that Hux. Hux is really good at hugs. One of the yes. other tags is um, turns out Hux is a fantastic kisser. Ooh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So I think he's a pretty good color. Um, so anyway, if you are looking for an um, imperial, like a symp- sympathetic first order piece, um, where you get to kind of go behind the scenes and meet the other knights and some of the stormtroopers. And Ray is kind of, she's more gray in this one because she does learn um, quite a bit of, of dark force stuff. Or like. That's my favorite kind of yeah. Ray, honestly. Dark Ray. Yeah. Um, or if you're into, you know, the, the thruple, the polyamory, this is also a good one. Or if you just, you know, I, I, like I said, that was a really good read and really kind of, uh, made Hux into like more of a person for me. So it really was transformative and allowed me to enjoy other fics that he is a part of like a naval engagement. Ooh. Yeah. I like this. Yes. Yay. Come hang out with us. Honestly. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, I would say I think we're ready for our audience interaction here. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, guys, if you are interested in participating in our uh, podcasting um, as a guest host, or if you have a fan related specialty, or if you're a fan fiction writer and you'd like us to geek out over your uh, fan fiction or fan art, please uh, tweet us, get in touch with us on Tumblr, get in touch with us uh, through email. Uh, Mariana is gonna go ahead and uh, share our contact information with you so that we can find out like what's your absolute favorite fan fiction and why. Yes, so our Twitter account is at Smut Hut Podcast. So that's at Smut Hut, spelled like Jabba the Hut, H-U-T-T, Podcast. Capital S-M-U-T, capital H-U-T-T, and then capital P for Podcast. And then uh, we have a Gmail account as well, which is the same, uh, smuthutpodcast at gmail.com. And then uh, Michelle, I guess, she has the Tumblr account. Um, I do have the Tumblr account. It's the Tumblr, I believe. Sorry. I just edit this one out when I'm just having to make I put it. I put it into the bottom here. Oh, so it is. I'll just, I just, I'm inserting it now okay. into the uh, thing when you say it. Okay. The... Tumblr is 
the galaxy's smut uh, hut. It is the galaxy's smut hut. I believe this one only has one T currently. Yeah, we're still working on it, guys. Be patient with us. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. We had such a good time. Yeah. We're planning thank on doing this. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And we're planning on doing this bi-weekly, bi-monthly, so twice a month. We'll increase it as we uh, read more fan fiction <laughs> and hang out with more people and have more things to talk about. We hope to have a guest uh, a guest interview um, in the, our next podcast. Um, we're working on that. If you're a... Uh, any of the authors that we mentioned in this podcast, please get in touch with us. We We'd like you. to uh, ask you some some questions. We promise we, we want to fam- talk to you. Yeah, yes. we're gonna geek out on you. So, uh, when do you ever get to do that? <laughs> so, yes, please contact us on any of our ways of contacting us. And thanks for joining us on the Smut Hut. <laughs>